You are listening to Success Beyond the Score. Insights and tips to help you find your way in the music industry by Millicent Stevenson. Hands up if you would like to have a band that doesn't fight, doesn't argue, plays the right chords, sings the right words, um, rock up on time when they should, deliver a great um, performance every single time, an enjoyable practice. Hands up. Yeah, I think I can see all the hands going up around the world right now. (laughs) That is what we want. We want a band that's perfect. We want a band that just does exactly what it's supposed to do because sometimes we get so fed up of telling that band member, it's not that note. It's that note. It's not that chord. It's not that word. And that's just a simple thing I'm mentioning. I'm sure there's other things in your band that happens which you get a little bit fed up and peeved about. You know what? Take it easy. Take a breath. Band wars happen. And because they happen, you need to put one or two things in place to make the transition and the movement around the walls a little bit easier. Now, before I go any further, I have to say, there is another side to band wars, which is very positive. If your band members can work through their differences and have some patience and tolerance and support, in time, you become a mature band and you get to accept certain things about certain people, but also certain things about certain people start to change, including you. So, Don't think that wars are the worst thing ever. Sometimes it's just a way of creating a rule or creating a new way of working, a new dynamic in the band, and you all have to decide whether you go left or whether you go right. So what I want to do today is to give you 10 rules for band wars. 10 rules that will help you navigate and support and work through what's happening with band wars. Rule number one. As a band, and by the way, when I use the word band, I'm also referring to if you're a duo, trio, group, ensemble, choir, um, because these rules will apply to all of you. Um, Technically, you're not a band, but it will help me not to say all of those words. And so just bear with me, bear with me. Okay, number one. The first thing you need to put in place in your band is rules. Yep, rules. Now, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but rules will really help. They can be just simple things like the start time of the rehearsal. Who's going to handle bookings? Who's going to do the social media? Who's going to manage the money? Simple things like that. You have to have agreement in your band so it's very, very clear and everyone knows what's going on. Because a lot of wars happen because there's lack of clarity. People don't know what's going on. People don't know who's taking the booking and who was supposed to get back to the client and where this money went and who's supposed to save it or bank it and who was supposed to sign the check. Things happen. So make it clear. Number two. 
it's just really important to take some time to really look at the other side of the business because when you're in rehearsal the tendency just to work on the music and create some new um, songs and that's really really great but all this other stuff I've mentioned and all the other stuff you know that needs to be done needs to be handled. Rule number three set ground rules for your meeting. It's really important that you do that. Really simple things mobile phones off or mobile phones on or silent are you allowed to walk out if you do not like the decision that's being made or not walk out of the meeting i mean <laughs> um should everyone contribute and say something about every point or not just very simple you don't need a lot of rules uh, ground rules you don't need a lot of ground rules you need maybe three you might need five you don't need lots but you create them yourself i've just given some suggestions but you create them yourself it's basically saying what is allowed and not allowed in how we communicate with each other and how we listen to each other because we've got to respect each other that's what it boils down to rule number 4 meeting note now it yeah i know the first four things i've said sound really like so businessy is unbelievable but look before joining a particular band when we had band meetings in the other bands i attended no one took notes it was just a case of oh yes let's agree this and get on with it yes agree with it but i um joined a particular band and i was very surprised when one of the members said look i will make notes take notes for the meeting and i thought oh that's going to be a lot of hard work for this person But you know what it turned out to be a really good thing because usually you know a few days down the road or a few weeks down the road we kind of forget what decision we made sometimes we forget who was supposed to be doing what and because we had meeting notes we were able to look back and said oh yes joe you said that you would do that and said oh yes i did didn't i okay but it also meant that there was some accountability because we all then know that you know the jobs are allocated we've got it recorded and at least you know a few, couple of weeks down the road we can just see how things are progressing and get some feedback so making these notes don't have to be long-winded it just comes in some basic notes maybe just the agreements you know we, we agreed that would use instagram and jose would be the person that's going to manage that simple it doesn't have to be anything more intricate than that unless you want to of course tally up to you rule number 5 You must decide who should be present at your band meeting. Now, again I was in a band where when we had a general sort of meeting we expected everybody to be there and we made sure that it was at a time when everyone could be there to discuss what we had to discuss and to ha- and to have agreement. However, there were some topics where it wasn't necessary for us to be there. So when discussing say the sound system, the PA system, then those with the technical know-how were the ones who met up to discuss that. Um if it was discussing image and appearance, again, those with the technical know-how would meet up and have that discussion. And then obviously those sub-teams would feed back into the main group and then the main group would um decide, have the final uh, say. on matters and do watch out for those individuals who just don't attend the meetings even though they say they're going to be there and those individuals who say they don't want to be at any meeting you just decide I'll go along because sometimes people like that can sort of um jeopardize things later they can start saying things like well I didn't agree to that I don't like this I don't like that when a decision's already been made so yeah just figure out how you're going to run that rule number 6 Now there's going to be some decisions that you're going to lock horns on 
and you're not going to budge and it's going to be really difficult and sometimes it can get to a point where you, you know as a member of the band you think what's going on is this band going to survive so for rule number six what i would suggest is that as a band you can agree an arbitrator someone who can come in who's objective and neutral who can listen to all sides of the argument and help you to come to a decision but word of warning bring that person in sooner rather than later um, so a while ago i was invited in to uh, a band as it was a major upset and they needed a neutral voice and i listened to all sides and i brought forward certain you know suggestions and so on however by the time they'd called me in, there was just too much blood in the water. And even though the suggestions were really good suggestions about how things could go forward, people just didn't feel as though they could trust certain people anymore. And so they decided to disband. And it was a shame because this was a stellar group. You know, they, they can deliver, they got awards and, and, and yada, yada. I won't go into much more detail than that. But don't leave it too late bring people in just a little bit earlier so you can see the wood for the trees okay rule number seven decide where to have meetings what do i mean well you can have meetings in the band rehearsal space and that can be fine however sometimes it's better to take the meeting outside of the rehearsal space so that it gives that sort of separation so you could have sort of your business meetings elsewhere, maybe it's at a coffee shop or a wine bar, somewhere where there's not too much loud music, somewhere quiet where you can just get a drink, you can park your cars, you can get there easily if you're coming by a bus or other forms of transport. And you can sit there and just go through what you've got to go through. It makes it just a little bit more comfortable. And actually you get to see each other in a different light as well, in a different place. And it just means that when you turn up to the rehearsal space, then you know that's time to work on music and when you're at the other place it's time to work on the business of the business tip number eight it does not make sense having everyone there arguing if you do not sort out a chairperson for your um, meetings this doesn't have to be the musical director it can be but it doesn't have to be but you might find that there's someone in your band who just has those skills to sort of move meetings along can spot when things are getting a little bit entrenched can probably summarize information and what's said and, you know, get people moving um, in the right direction. So yeah, choose someone or appoint someone in the band to do that. Now, the other thing with this role is that sometimes it can be a role that moves. Um, so you have someone who's the designated chairperson, but when that person um, is then getting involved in discussing a particular point for themselves and giving their own opinion, then it may be that someone else in the band naturally takes up the role of chairperson and just keep a, an eye on the time and just make sure the argument isn't getting stuck in any way. Tip number nine. In making decisions, remember, sometimes it's easier just to try things out rather than to be hard and fast about not doing it. Now, I was in um, a band rehearsal and I came to the rehearsal. Um, I knew what I was doing with my song. And then the MD said, actually, we're going to change your song. We're going to change your solo. We actually want this person to do this part of the song. You to do that part of the song. They do this. And they basically dissected the song. And so I was only playing at certain parts. And I kid you not, I did. I was not happy. I was not happy because I'm like, I want to have my moment on stage. Why have I got to share my spot for? 
my goodness, couldn't they get that person another song? That's what I was saying in my head. I didn't tell him that. <laughs> but I did in a nice way. But um, yeah. And you know, I could have dug my heels in and decided to walk out thinking, oh, forget you lot. I'm better than you lot. What am I doing here? But I thought, you know what? No. I mean, I argued my case. Don't get me wrong. I did argue my case. Um, they were quite uh, strict on how they were going to do it. But I thought, you know what? Let me just give it a go. It doesn't make sense. Just give it a go. And you know what? It turned out to be quite a good mix. And I have to admit, I've, I thought, well, I must remember to do that song in that way next time I'm doing it with my band. So sometimes it's just really good to give things a try. And remember, there's sometimes two or three routes to a destination. You know, if you're going from Scotland to London, there are just different roads you can take. You, you get there. So it's the same with uh, decisions in bands. They're just different routes to get there. Just choose one, try it. If it doesn't work, try the other one. If it doesn't work, try the other one. If not, go back to the drawing board. It's going to be fine. It's going to work out. Just sort of chill and just take your blood pressure down a notch or two. Okay, tip number 10. Keep it above the belt. No matter what you're doing, where you're doing, whether it's on stage, off stage, in your meetings, remember to keep it above the belt. Everything you say to the other person must be kind and respectful. And it shouldn't be derogatory and it shouldn't be putting them down or slamming them down. You really don't want that kind of bad taste um, in your band. You really want to keep it above the belt. Keep it above the belt is a boxing term. It means that all punches have to happen above the belt, not below. Now, sometimes it can be really difficult if you have been teaching someone a song and they don't get it. And you teach them again and they still don't get it. And you teach them and they still don't get it. They don't get the song, they don't get the notes, they don't get the chords. It can be very difficult. And there can be a tendency where you want to talk to them as though they're lacking in intelligence. And that is the last thing you should do. Because really, everyone learns at a different rate and needs the information in a different way. It's up to you to find the best way to communicate that information to that individual so that they understand what you're saying or to give them a piece in the music that is more commensurate with their level and ability of playing. But yeah, keep it above the belt. Okay, that's me. I think it's it. If you can think of any other rules that would be so useful for band wars, let me know. Drop me a line. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed listening to today's episode, you might be interested to know that Millicent has written a groundbreaking booklet called Revealed 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper and Spoken Word Artist. You can get your free copy today by clicking on the link in the description below or by visiting Millicent's podcast page on her website www.millicentstevenson.com Millicent is a multi-award winning saxophonist founder and creative director of Cafemni, she's currently serving on the Midlands Regional Committee of the Musicians' Union and also the Equality Silk Committee. She has been featured on radio and TV and is an endorser of Harry Hartman's Fibre Reads. <laughs>